chance for Muhlenbergs. They score! And the Mules score! Scores! Three in a row for the Mules! Duke has to put it up at the buzzer! It's good! And the Mules win it! Coming to you from Allentown, Pennsylvania, welcome to the Muhlenberg Mules Podcast. Each episode, we'll talk to the coaches, staff, athletes, and alumni who make up the Muhlenberg Athletics family and are proud to call themselves Mules. And welcome to Season 2 of the Muhlenberg Mules Podcast. We're about a month into the 2021-22 academic year, and who better to have on as our first guest of the year than someone who seems to set a record or reach a major milestone every time he steps on the field, senior quarterback Michael Natkowski. The 2019 Centennial Conference Offensive Player of the Year, Natkowski came into the 2021 season already holding the school and Centennial Conference records for career passing touchdowns, and has only added to his record numbers in an offense that's passing more than ever. He leads all active NCAA quarterbacks, that's FBS, FCS, Division II, and Division III, in career touchdown passes. Michael Natkowski, welcome to the Muhlenberg Mules podcast. I appreciate you having me on today, Mike. Thank you very much. Yeah, so um, it's been, uh, in in terms of statistics and records, it's been quite the year for you. Hardly a week goes by where you don't reach some kind of milestone or record against Dickinson. You threw your 100th career touchdown pass against um, Ursinus. You you broke the school record for career uh, total touchdowns, rushing and passing. Uh, and then last week at McDaniel, you uh, you went over 10,000 yards passing for your career. W- what does it mean to you to to have all these records and and these nice round numbers, 100, 10,000 uh, associated with your name? It has to feel pretty good. Yeah, it feels great. Um, you know, it, it's pretty cool to to see all the hard work over the last couple of years come to fruition. But uh, I've been saying it to a lot of guys that, that I've been in contact with the last couple of weeks. Just congratulate me. It's I wouldn't be, you know, where where I am without my family, and, and ultimately without without the players that I've played with the last four years. Um, you know, a lot last of guys, five years, yeah, last yeah, five, five years, no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. Uh, you know, those guys have made it really easy for me. Um, you know, from the offensive line to the running backs to the receivers to the defense giving us the ball. Um, you know, I've been really fortunate here in my last five years here at Muhlenberg, and and a lot of my all of my success comes because of those guys who have played with me. Uh, of those records, um, and you know, there's more on the horizon. You currently at 10,131 yards. You are 120 yards away from from breaking the Muhlenberg school record for passing yards, and 351 yards from breaking the Centennial Conference record. So, of all the the records and milestones, is is there something that was really cool for you to get, or really meaningful, um, or or something that that really meant a lot to you? Uh, to be honest with you, no. Um, I know, I've never, I've never really been a, uh, you know, a records or or a me guy. Um, you know, it's I always joked around, even when I was in high school. It's kind of like my dad like like that stuff because he's into numbers and all that stuff. So it's cool for him to to kind of you know keep a track on or keep an eye on throughout my my last couple of years. But no, there's there hasn't been a record or or anything that that one I've ever really thought of. Um, you know, going into a game or, or coming out of a game, but, you know, they're all pretty cool. They're all, you know, you know, the opportunity to, to at least have a chance to break them is, is pretty cool for me. And yeah, I wouldn't say I have one. Yeah. I, I'm not really <laughs> too, too into that, to be honest with you. All right. Well, here's one you might be interested in. So the Centennial Conference record for wins as a starting quarterback is 35. 
and your record right now, you have 33 wins as a starting quarterback. And, and, and I bet that's a record that you'd be interested in breaking. No doubt. We, we want to break that one. Um, yeah, no <laughs> doubt. That's something that, that no doubt about it. No doubt about it. That's, that's the one that I would like to break. Yes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know, and obviously, as you mentioned earlier, that's um, that speaks to the team's success. Um, you know, obviously that's um, you are the starting quarterback and, and, and maybe you get credit for that, for the win, but obviously there's a lot of other people uh you know, who go into, into helping that, you know, and also you had the opportunity to, to play right away as a, as a freshman and, and, and really accumulate some stats early on in your career. No doubt. Again, I just, I, again, I, I don't think I would be in this. I know I wouldn't be in this situation without, without great coaches and great teammates. And again, they, they just made my job the last five years really, really easy. And, and all the success comes from, you know, I think the team and uh, you know, ultimately that's our goal is to, is to win as many football games as we can. Right now, so you um, last year would have been your senior year, your normal senior year. Uh, of course, the 20, 2020 season was canceled. You know, you you graduated, you you walked across the stage at the PPL Center this past May and and, and got your diploma. And, and I know you were weighing the decision about whether to come back and, and play this fall, play your fourth year uh, or, or not. What, what were some of the things that you considered as you uh, tried to decide whether to, to come back and play this year? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the first and foremost, um, you know, my both of my parents work really, really hard and and they've put my sisters and I in great positions academically and, and athletically. So, you know, first and foremost, um, you know, financial cost was was something we had to look at. We had meetings with, um, you know, Mr. Matan and financial aid, Coach Mellon, um, and, and just trying to figure out financially if, if we could make it work. And, and we did make it work. And, and that was really awesome. But um, beyond that, you know, losing in the final four in 19 and, and kind of not having a chance to to get back on the field in 2020 was something that, you know, kind of left a pretty sour taste in our mouth. Um, just because for all of us, um, the kids who didn't come back and the kids who did come back, you know, it was just such a great year. We had so much fun. And, um, you know, when you're, when you're getting ready to play for play, play a football game here at Muhlenberg, in my opinion, there's not many places I'd rather be on a Saturday afternoon in the fall. And uh, just kind of getting that feeling, getting that that nervous energy um, prior to a game and and during the week is something that that I really enjoy and uh, something that football has given me. And and ultimately that that feeling is something that um, I think we were missing in 2020. Um, you know, it was a tough it was a tough year for everybody. And um, you know, being back to normal somewhat and, and having the ability to come back and play football was was something that I was looking forward to. Um, again, that was a major factor. And then ultimately, you know, playing with my teammates, um, you know, here at Muhlenberg, we, we've great, we've created a great bond, um, within the team and, you know, we become each other's best friends. You know, we live with each other. We're around each other. And my, I always say all the time, we're around each other too much. Probably, uh, we turn <laughs> into each other's brothers, um, uh, for the, for the four or five years that you're here. And, and I wasn't ready to give that up for, you know, kind of have that get cut off, I guess is the better way to say it and just kind of have it stop abruptly. So yeah, that was, that was ultimately a, a huge reason for me and my family as well. Right. And I guess um, probably safe to say you're, you're happy with your decision to, to, to come back and, and, and be playing this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Yeah. You know, and, and one of the things, you know, the, that's always been stressed in the Muhlenberg football program is how every year is different. Um, you know, there is some carryover from one year to the next, you know, obviously some guys leave, some new guys come in, 
but it 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 has to be a little bit different this year almost it, it being like you know two years between um actual seasons and then like in, in terms of the the senior class that you came up with some of the guys like you elected to return and 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 some didn't has it been kind of weird uh you know in any way kind of um you know going from one season to the next with with that much time off in between and 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 that much turnover and personnel yeah i think i think for everyone uh, you know 2020 as a whole like for us as as football players you know you're used to um, very structured schedule. So springtime, you're running and lifting. You go home for the summer for two or three months, and then you know come August, you're back on campus and you're ready to rock and roll. And and for all of us, we've been doing that for at least eight to ten years um, consistently. So in 2020, that was uh, a big thing that was different for, for at least me and, and uh, the teammates that I was in contact with was, you know, it was weird not, that we weren't going back for the fall. Um you know, unfortunately, we weren't able to. Some guys had to move on and, you know, join the real world. And some of us decided to come back. But, yeah, I think as for a team this year in 2021, um, something that's, that I don't I don't really think is too different because every year is, is kind of like that. Um, but one thing that, that kind of stuck out to me that people had mentioned was we were almost having like three, three separate classes. You know, you had the guys who were on campus in the fall and on campus in the spring. Uh, in 2020, which majority was freshmen, now sophomores. You had the incoming freshmen, and then you had the sophomores to, I guess, fifth years is what you would call them. So it was, you know, three group of guys that that kind of didn't or weren't able to be with each other, um, you know, for a whole year. Uh, so I guess that was the, the most different thing is kind of meeting new people along the way within that whole 18-month span. But, you know, when August rolls around, for me, it's, it's the same thing every year. Every, every year is very different um, in personnel and how we operate. But, you know, the way Coach Mellon and, and all of our coaches just keep us focused on, on what our goal is and, and really hone us in the day-by-day mentality, that's, that hasn't changed. And that's been, in my opinion, one of the most, uh, most uh, like, I guess, appropriate or reasons why we're so successful here at Muhlenberg. You know, and then uh, with, with the turnover in personnel, um, with the makeup of the team this year, very inexperienced um, on the offensive line and in the running back position and, and um, some injuries uh, to the running backs as well. Uh, very experienced with you at quarterback and with receivers. Uh, the team has been throwing the ball quite a bit more uh, this year uh, than it has in the past. And I'm sure you'd say whatever it takes to be uh, successful as a team is you're happy doing with. But, but as a quarterback, you have to like slinging the ball all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, we always joke, Coach Mel and I, and, uh, and I, like, you know, I wish we could throw 50 times a game. Um, you know, <laughs> who, who wouldn't want to throw the ball 50 times a game if you're playing quarterback? But, yeah, I mean, we're, we're extremely young on the offensive side of the football. I think when you look back at 19, when we would look back and, and kind of show and install our tape, a lot of guys we were seeing weren't here anymore. And, um, you know, for us, it's, it's a challenge um, during camp and trying to figure out certain pieces and, you know, Coach Miller does a great job up front with their offensive line. Um, our running backs, um, you know, work really hard every day, and and they understood that it was going to be a little bit different without James Diggs and Mark Riggio and Nick DeLucas. But, you know, they've done a great job of adjusting and kind of fitting in what their role is and, and really finding ways for them to succeed. And and ultimately, you know, our receiver group works really hard in practice, and and it shows on Saturdays. You know, Michael Feaster is one of the hardest, hardest workers on the team, Mitch Daniels as well. 
Tom Murphy's, Pete, Thomas, Jenkins, like all those guys work extremely hard Monday to Friday. And, and ultimately that's why we've been able to, to throw the ball a little bit more and have some success throughout the year. Yeah, I know you said uh, you didn't pay attention to the numbers, but, um, you know, obviously if you were handing the ball off, you know, uh, 45 to 50 times and uh, in, in, instead of throwing it. Um, and, and that has to be, uh, you know, like you said, that has to be kind of fun for you, uh, you know, especially in your last year of college to be in a more kind of passing oriented attack. Yeah, absolutely. What I, in my opinion, though, what, whatever it takes to win the football game is is ultimately what I would do if we have to run the ball 100 times to win the game. I'd be more than happy to run the ball a hundred times a game. Uh, don't tell <laughs> Coach Bell on that, but uh, uh, whatever it takes, right? Yeah, we'll 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 make sure he doesn't hear this part of the. Uh, Sounds good. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you've uh, you've done a lot, you know, in your career. Um, obviously, you've passed a, a, a ton of times. Um, soon to be for more yards than anybody else in in school history and college history. You've run a lot. You caught a two point conversion pass against uh, Gettysburg. Uh, a couple of years ago, uh, and even punted a few times, you know, on, on pooch punts uh, a few years ago. So as, you know, as this winds down, um, you know, as we speak now, there's there's six regular season games left, hopefully some postseason after that. Is there, uh, is there something we haven't seen yet from, uh, from Michael Matkowski that, that maybe you wish uh, you could do on the football field? Uh, I don't know. Um... <laughs> I don't think so. I probably maxed out my athletic <laughs> capabilities uh, here at, at Muhlenberg. But, yeah, I, I mean, again, what, whatever it takes to win is, is what I, I plan on doing. Um, you know, it's been a great ride the last five years. I wouldn't have traded it for anything else. Um, but as far as what else I could do on the football field, I got ran over last week um, after after our turnover. So that was fun, I guess. <laughs> But hopefully I'm not making too many tackles uh, the last six games of the year. <laughs> but yeah, that's I guess I've done I've done a lot and it's it's been pretty cool. Uh, and, and tell us about your future plans, you know, either, um, you know, in football or, or outside of football, what you have planned for the future. Yes. Yeah, so um, I've interned the last two summers at, at Johnson, Kendall and Johnson. It's a risk management firm in uh, Newtown, Pennsylvania. Um it's something that I didn't really study, but something I, I've really grown to really like. Um, and uh, I believe it was it was the Friday before TCNJ. I had a meeting, a post wrap up meeting with uh, my boss of the summer and, and, and one of the bosses of the company. And they'd offered me a job and I took the job. So um, I start sometime in January and I'm super excited. I cannot wait to get to work. Um, you know, hopefully, like you said, we're playing a lot more football, hopefully until December and whatnot. But. Yeah, that's uh, that's my plan as of right now, and I can't wait to be honest with you. I'm very excited. Yeah, congratulations on uh, on, on on getting a job post graduation. Uh, what sort of work will you be doing? Um, so it would be considered what they call a producer role, so um, somewhat of a salesy um role, I guess is the the layman terms to to explain it. But uh, first couple years years kind of learn how how Johnson Kendall and Johnson. Um, you know, works within the company and how they work with their clients and then try to branch out and, and kind of have my own book of business in, in that field. So again, I'm super excited. Um, I'm actually working with a fellow Muhlenberg mule, Matt Bruselli, who graduated in 2018, played football with us. So um, he's been a great help and I'm really excited. Yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, no, that is cool. Did you uh, ever entertain any dreams of playing football past your college career? I, I, I did. Um, I would lie and say that 
you know, if that never crossed my mind, I think every 15 year old kid who plays football in high school thinks that they have a shot to go to the NFL. Um, I'm not saying if, if the opportunity presented itself, I would shoot it down. Um, but you know, I went to college for a reason. I, I chose Muhlenberg for a reason and that's to get a job and, and, you know, and be pretty successful in something else for the next 40 years of my life. So, um, ultimately if, like I said, if someone's giving me a call, definitely, definitely answering it. But, uh, as of right now, I'm, I'm pretty content and getting ready to go to work um, for the next couple of years. Nice, nice. And of course, some of your former teammates dabbled in, uh, you know, pro football. Um, Ryan Curtis, who was a tight end and, and maybe one of your favorite targets, uh, now coach now coaches the linebackers. Uh, he went to the to the combine, and uh, Frankie Feaster uh, actually had a, had a tryout with the Giants. Did did you talk to those guys about? Um, kind of what it's like at, uh, you know, the kind of athletes that you see at that level? Yeah, I, I, you know, I got to talk. I still, I mean, I see Ryan every single day, um, you know, him being back on campus. Uh, you know, Kyle or Ryan explained, you know, how how competitive it is. And, um, you know, he, he had said it was a great opportunity for him to see how he matched up with guys. And, you know, in my opinion, again, again, I'm, I'm a super biased person. I think Ryan should have had a better opportunity. I think COVID may have, may have, you know, stumble or I don't even know the term, but, but really slowed everything down from, from his perspective um, with the chance of playing at the next level. And, uh, you know, kind of just talking to Michael and, you know, just shooting Frankie a couple of texts here and there. You know, I didn't want to bother him. I'm sure he was super busy when he was, you know, in his rookie camp with the Giants. But, uh, you know, Michael had explained some of the guys that he was in camp with. And, and it's pretty cool stuff that, um, you know, they've been through and, and to be honest with you, they've been super successful here and, and they worked really hard and that's why they were put in the positions that, that they were put in. And I wouldn't say I've really talked to them in, at length, but, you know, always having a conversation, just picking their brain a little bit was something that, that I had, I had done in the past. So, yeah. All right. We're talking with Michael Nakowski, quarterback of the Muhlenberg football team, record setting quarterback of the Muhlenberg football team. Uh, as we speak, three and one ranked, 21st in Division Three, with a game coming up this Saturday at Gettysburg and then the bye and then a big uh, Friday night game uh, coming out of the bye against uh, Johns Hopkins, uh, which has been Muhlenberg's uh, biggest rival for the conference championship throughout your career. I know you take it one game at a time. Um, I know you're probably only thinking about Gettysburg right now, but it's, it's, it's going to be neat playing uh, a Friday night game against Johns Hopkins, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think you hit it on the nail. Like, we're, we're super excited for this week. You know, we're playing Gettysburg. It's a trophy game. Um, so I think for us, it's it's important to win the trophy, trophy and keep the trophy here at Muhlenberg. But, um, you know, alumni, people I've talked to all summer, the last 18 months, they've all had that that game on a Friday night, probably circled on their calendars. Um, you know, I'm sure they're very excited. For us, it's about taking care, again, taking care of business against Gettysburg this week. And then, uh, you know, we're fortunate that we'll have hopefully two weeks to, to prepare for Johns Hopkins. Um, they're a phenomenal football team. They always are. They're well coached. Uh, they're extremely talented. So that'll be a great fight. And um, when the time comes, hopefully, you know, we're ready to rock and roll on, on Friday night in October. Yeah, you mentioned uh, uh, just now uh, alumni and, and, and friends and uh, circling it on their on their calendars. Um, I, I guess that has to make you feel good that um, – you know, the football team has has achieved such a stature that, you know, people actually look forward to that. And to them, it's an important part. Muhlenberg football is an important part of their lives. Absolutely. Um, you know, we work really hard in the offseason and 
and people that have been at Muhlenberg or, or have gone to Muhlenberg, um, a lot of the people that we've ran into, have I ran into, have played sports here, so they understand, you know, the the balance between academics and, and athletics, and um, it's pretty cool to see that that they're following us, you know, 10, 12 years after they've graduated here from Muhlenberg. So, absolutely, them um, kind of just reaching out or or seeing them after the games is is always something that that I really enjoy. All right, and before we let you go, we always like to end our podcast with some kind of getting to know you type questions. So. Um, What's your favorite quote? So uh, where I grew up in Northeast Philadelphia, we um, on Sunday mornings, we used to go down to 10th and Cecil B. Moore, right, right in Temple's campus in North Philly. And we would have um, like open workouts. A lot of talented players would be down there. Um, DeAndre Swift, who plays for the Lions. Mark Webb uh, plays for the Chargers. And we would work out down there. We're all from the area. And the guy around it was uh, Coach Keita. And he used to say to the younger guys, when they would go against DeAndre or Mark who are in the NFL now and, and have had really successful careers to not be afraid to be great. Um, so that's something that, that I've stuck, that stuck with me. Um, I usually write on something um, that I can keep in my room or whatnot. And I think it's important um, for everything that you do in life, you know, don't be afraid to take chances, but if you do fail, just get back up and really just don't be afraid to be great in anything that you do. What is something about you that people would be surprised to learn? Uh, to be honest with you, uh, I'm not really sure. I live a kind of boring life, I guess. Um, <laughs> I got to just, just play football and, and, and go to school and all that. But something some people know, some people don't, I guess, is um, I'm a big mama's boy. So if you ever see me after a game, I'm usually next to my mom, giving her a hug and you know, kind of a little homesick every time I, I see her. But I guess that's something that some people may not know. <laughs> Very nice. If a movie was made at, about your life, who would you want to play you? Yeah, this one was a tough one to think about. So I thought of two guys, um, Ben Affleck, uh, partly because um, he does an excellent job in the town. And, uh, you know, Boston and, and Philly, I know it's pretty two different cities, but I think we have the same mentality. Um, he's a Boston guy, I'm pretty sure. So Ben Affleck. And then I also thought of Christian Bale just because, uh, I love the Batman and uh, he was really great in Batman and, and in the fighter. So if those two guys would have the opportunity, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And I don't know if either of those guys are left-handed, but they would have to learn how to throw left-handed if they wanted to play you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> but, but before we get to the last question though, um, just talk about, um, you know, being left-handed and, and how that has kind of impacted you as a quarterback. I know sometimes you see here receivers talk about a different spin on the ball or, um, a, you know, a, a different way that the ball uh, tails or, or, or curves as it approaches them. How, how, how have you helped your receivers um, who maybe who haven't played with a left-handed quarterback before? Yeah, to be honest with you, I kind of learned that, like the spin part, um, how it tails differently. I never really thought of it until I got to college um, and some of the guys were, were kind of caught off guard. Um, I think just the way we've kind of adjusted was was getting a ton of reps, whether it be in spring ball or in fall camp or during the season. Um, again, going back to what we talked about earlier, our receivers and our tight ends have worked extremely hard the last five years here. So just kind of getting a ton of reps is something that I think is, is really important and something that that they were able to to kind of pick up really quickly. Um, yeah. I, again, I, until I got here, I didn't even think that was really a big deal. Um, but apparently it was, and, and we, we kind of adjusted it with, with a ton of reps. 
And uh, Ben Affleck or Christian Bale would have to work with their uh, receiver actors to make sure. Yeah, no doubt. That would probably be pretty tough. Yeah, that'd be a pretty challenging set, I guess. <laughs> All right. And then last question before we let you go. If you could sit down for a meal with any person living or past, who would it be? And based on your previous answer, you can't say your, your mom because she was already, I'm, I'm sure she would be number one on that list, but uh, yeah, somebody, somebody other than your mom. Absolutely. Um, again, thought about this one for a lot, for a long time. I would say Tom Brady right now. Um, you know, I think just what he's able to do for the sport of football and really for quarterbacks is, is something that's like almost remarkable. It, it almost seems unreal. Um, he's 43 years old and he's still, still just making it happen on the field. Um, but I, I would just like to pick his brain and more importantly, um, regarding like not talking about the football part, but really just as a leader. Um, you know, I've seen clips of him where he's, you know, he, he was at Michigan and he was a two-time captain at Michigan and he wasn't even the starting quarterback um, the one year he was he was a voted captain. So um, meeting with Tom Brady would be pretty cool. Sitting down and having, having maybe a steak dinner with him would be something I, I would really enjoy. And, and he could pay for it too, right? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> All right, Michael Matkowski, um, quarterback for the Muhlenberg football team. Really been a pleasure watching you play these last five years and, and, and four seasons. Thanks for joining us on the podcast and, and best of luck to you as you uh, go on through the 2021 season. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. The Muhlenberg Mules podcast is a production of the Muhlenberg College Office of Athletic Communications. If you have any questions or comments for us or our guests, email us at mulespodcast at muhlenberg.edu or leave a message on the Mule pod line at 484-664-4001. If you like us, please rate and review us and recommend us to your friends. Or your enemies, we're not picky. If you have suggestions on how we can make this better, please contact us. For the latest in Muhlenberg Sports, visit MuhlenbergSports.com or follow us on social media at M-U-H-L underscore S-P-O-R-T-S. Until our next episode, Go Mules!